Men against boys tonight. No beam lit tonight. The Celtics, without their very best player in Jason Tatum, without their starting center, Al Horford, played in overtime last night. Overtime. Come into your building and knock your doors off. I mean, you want to know where your Kings are? They're a good team, but they're not at the next level. The Celtics, Ryan, are at the next level. They're they're at a completely different level, Grant. Every player on that team knows their role. They play their role perfectly, whether their best players are playing or not. And coaching-wise, they targeted the Kings' mismatches tonight. Just a, a beautiful night for the Celtics altogether. 22 of 42 from beyond the arc. The Kings shot the ball very well from beyond the arc, but they played a team that's better than they are. Yeah, and that's what's scary about it, because it's not even close. And the Kings shot the ball pretty well, and it yep. almost felt like there was no chance for the Kings in the second half. Only 14 points from De'Aaron Fox, Keegan Murray, yep. and Demonis Sabonis in the second half? They not going to live up. with that. They didn't show up. Bench really wasn't there for the most part, no. Grant. I mean, it's just shown what we've known about this team. It's a very good team, but Grant, this is an incomplete Kings team. Yes, it is. And that's why I think Monty McNair has got to do some shopping here uh, at the trade deadline. I mean, I really do. And, you know, the Kings got out-rebounded tonight, all right? Yeah. And there were just some areas that you look at. I, I guess if you're Sacramento, you could not have had the table set any better than you had it for this game. Big game, measuring stick game, number one team in the East, maybe in the whole league. Played in overtime last night, okay? Their best player got hurt, came back and played, but with an ankle, did not play tonight. Al Horford, who played 38 minutes last night, did not play. Yeah, you get Porzingis back, but you're at home and you're not even competitive in the second half. This game got away from the Kings with about five minutes left to go in the first half. You could start seeing the momentum change yes. towards the intermission, and it never stopped from there. It, I mean, it, in the middle of the third quarter, the game was over. It was over. Yeah, don't quote me. I think the Kings were up 12 at one point, too, in the first yes. quarter. So don't yeah. discount that. But, yeah, Grant, I mean, the Kings came out, and they had no answer defensively for the Celtics whatsoever. No. And they, they didn't adjust either in the second half. I mean, you, you're playing off Porzingis because you don't want him to drive to the hoop because you don't have size down there. But yet you're leaving him wide open for you're giving yep. him that extra space to do what they wanted to do. And the uh, Kings didn't do that one time tonight. Says Grant, you still think the Kings are a championship team? I've never said the Kings are a championship team. So you must have a Grant and this Grant uh, confused. I've never said the Kings are a championship team. All right, Barnes and Herter, where the hell are you? Well, we've been talking about that all year, you know. Uh, Boston looks even better than last year. Right now, they do, you know, but, you know, we talk about matchups. This is just not a good matchup for Sacramento. It's just not. Oklahoma City is a good matchup hold for on, Sacramento. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why is this not a good matchup for Sacramento tonight? Because they do what the Kings do better. You said that to me before we came on. They, they're did. better. Their, their best players are better than the Kings' best players. That's just the way it is, with the exception of maybe Fox. I mean, you could argue Fox, Tatum. He's been in the NBA Finals. He's been, you know, again, that's debatable, and they play different positions. But you're not going to take Sacramento's roster over Boston's. Nobody would. 
No, you wouldn't take Sacramento's roster over Boston's, but when I look at the stars, there's not a big difference. Now, they don't match up well physically when you look at Fox and Tatum, but when I look at the role players for this Celtics team, again, we hit it on in the top. They do whatever their role is perfectly. Look at uh, Peyton Pritchard. Look at what he did from beyond the arc tonight. Look at Derek White. Anybody hear him before tonight? And now we're sitting here talking, we're talking about Keegan Murray, or not Keegan Murray, we're talking about Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter. What are their roles on this Kings team? Those are two starters. We can go down the list on the bench too, Grant. Okay, well, what their roles are, they're they're not delivering on what their roles are. Their roles, we know what their roles are, but there are too many nights when they're not doing their job. They're not delivering on what their roles are. How many times have you and I come on at halftime? How many times have you and me come on at halftime and post game talking mm-hmm. about the ineffectiveness and the inconsistency of those two that you just named? Would you say 75% of the games? I would say it's probably 75%. I think that's fair. Yeah, that, that's completely fair. I mean, and you know, here's the other deal. You got a, you got a night where the Timberwolves lost, okay? Yep. You got a night where the Lakers lost. Lakers. You got a night where the Rockets lost. You got a night where the Mavericks lost and you can't take advantage of that because you get your doors blown off. And here's the other deal. Now, all of a sudden, guess who's ahead of you in the West? The red hot sizzling Clippers who have now won nine in a row. Two of those nine wins, by the way, are against the Kings during that streak. They are now ahead of Sacramento at 17 and 10 and the Kings are 16 and 10. So for all intents and purposes, they're even the Clippers have played one more game, but I'm just illustrating what, what the situation is now with the Clippers who are now, you know, they're, they're right there. Yeah. They're playing great basketball. Some mind blowing numbers about their last 10 games. You can go look those up on the X. Um, But it's not just the loss grant. You're right. The table was set for the Kings to go, for all intents and purposes, at the very minimum, four and two on this homestand if they win tonight. But they get the blo- the doors blown off, like you talk about. Yeah. Last year, when we look at the Milwaukee game at home, we were like, you know what? That might have shown us more in a loss than any win this season. What did this show us positively tonight? That nothing. Nothing. Uh, it basically, the, the Kings conceded the inside to a team that didn't even have their starting guy in Al Horford. Hartford. They let yep, Porzingis boss yep. them around. You yep. had Kata. Think of, and here's a great point, Grant. And we can talk about this a little bit later in the show about deals and if the Kings make any. But we talk about players that don't fit systems, right? Kata has been in the Kings organization in their back pocket for two years, I believe. Two years. He goes to the Boston Celtics. Three years. He goes to the Boston Celtics. Okay. Oh no, I I'm sorry. I thought you said three. No, I think two years. Yeah. You were right. Anyway, but it doesn't matter. So he goes to the Boston Celtics, a guy that they cut in favor of JaVel McGee, the Kings, and Alex Len. He goes to the Boston Celtics. He's playing a very important role right now for that team. And he was he was a force inside. So it shows for this King shows for this Kings roster, Grant, that guys that might not be fitting right now or getting minutes or not fulfilling their roles could still be desirable for other teams out there that are contenders. Great point. Uh, got a really nice uh, message from Brian Bennett of Bennett's Westside Grill, Bennett's in Sacramento, Bennett's in Roseville. Uh, the gentleman that had took uh, taken his wife to Bennett's, uh, who had traveled 2,600 miles, wrote a beautiful review 
uh, complimenting Bennett's and Brian forwarded that to me and wanted to thank me. And I said, no, I thank you uh, for your support of this show. And listen, if you're a restaurateur, listen, if you're in any form of business, even the business that we're in, you like compliments. You want people to go, wow, hey, you know what? I sampled whatever it is that you're selling and I really enjoyed it and I'm going to sample it some more. So I really appreciate uh, that individual for taking the time out to write a very nice review. Uh, Brian did see it and he is grateful for you and the fact that you uh, visited his restaurant and had such great experience. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Uh, make a reservation, check out their menu, and you'll love it. Prime Seafood and Steak, they're awesome. Bennett's Westside Grill, their newest of their three locations in Rockland. All right, so tonight, the Sacramento Kings have the table set to go 4-0 on this homestand with a disappointing Phoenix coming in next. And then the Minnesota Timberwolves on the second night of a back-to-back so, I mean, I still think four and two is very realistic. I don't have a good feeling about the Minnesota game on the second night of a back-to-back, but I do have a good feeling about the next game against Phoenix. Phoenix has been, to me, as disappointing as any team in the West right now. Well, they're, they're a front-loaded team with their starters, and half of them sometimes can't get on the court. Bradley Beal out now a couple weeks um, so he will not be playing, but Phoenix is Phoenix grant. If you, you can't, you have to choose, is it going to be Durant or is it going to be Booker? It yeah. can't be both of them. And both of them have been Kings killers in the past. So All right, they want the us Kings- to get up. They want us to get on the coaching. You know, I'm not getting on the coaching because there's only so much Mike Brown can do. I mean, I love the timeout he called when they didn't come out and close out on a three by white Malik Monk was just napping and Mike Brown walked onto the court, called the timeout. Didn't even, he just, He literally walked to the lane and turned right around, sat down, and chewed their ass out during the entire timeout, okay? I don't know what else you want Mike Brown to do. He can't go out and play for the guys, okay? So we're talking about the unanimous coach of the year last year. He hasn't forgotten how to coach, all right? And here's the other deal. Yeah, the Kings lost tonight. They're still 16 and 10, all right? It's not chopped liver. They're still 16 and 10, okay? They have wins against the top seed uh, Minnesota Timberwolves this year in Minnesota. They have two wins against the second seed Oklahoma City Thunder. So, you know, they just lost to a team tonight that's arguably the best team in basketball. And you want me to get on Mike Brown? I'm sorry, I'm not getting on Mike Brown. I'm not. You know, he didn't lose the game tonight. Mike Brown didn't lose the game, but I think I think the comment's fair. There, there were a couple times where I thought challenges may have been may have been called or should have been called did not happen and i think the failure to adjust it looked like sacramento had very little game plan in this game for defending boston and boston had every game plan for sacramento's player all right here you go the challenge was bad again all right i, I don't i don't disagree with that you know the decision not to play travail mcgee you know the king's fans make jail javel mcgee out to be this kareem abdul jabbar would you stop it already with javel mcgee javel mcgee is a journeyman player Okay, he's a journeyman. All right, what does that mean? It means that he goes from team to team to team. Doesn't mean he sucks. Doesn't mean he can't play. But he is what he is. Okay, you, you're you're expecting Javale McGee to walk on the floor and play like an all star. Well, he's not an all star. All right, stop it with this Javale McGee. There are games where he is going to play well, but there were games where he's not going to play well. And the reality is when Alex Lynn was playing, he was playing better than JaVale McGee. So, you know, let's calm down a little bit on JaVale McGee, please. I I disagree. I, I, I completely disagree in right, this sense. This is why. 
the Kings were, they are usually very good on the offensive boards. They gave up 14 tonight. The Kings were dominated the boards 50 to 37 Boston. Mike Brown knew that if McGee goes on the floor, defense may improve a little bit and at least change the pace, but offense is going way down because that's why you were playing the small ball with Trey Lyles at the five. So when he brought JaVel in, it was a change of pace. I think it was, we saw the Kings were getting killed inside and Mike Brown didn't adjust to it or at least throw something at it like he normally does. Okay, so you would have liked, and that's a very good point. And I'm, I'm, I like when you disagree with me. How many minutes would have you liked to see McGee play tonight? He ended up playing a total of 12 minutes. And in 12 minutes, he had four points and three rebounds in 12 minutes. And again, he's the type of player where the numbers won't really tell the, the story because of defense. But you tell me, how many minutes would have you liked to have seen him on the floor? Uh, I would have, I think 12 to 15 is right around the number, but it's not the amount of minutes. It's when the minutes happened. I mean, we're talking about the majority of the minutes he got was in garbage time. By the time he came in and started to have a little bit of an effect on the inside where he had three or four blocks in a couple of minutes, I want to say the game was out of hand. So if it felt like a second quarter substitution, Mike Brown, if that was a backcourt issue, he would have gone to. All right, and I would also I, – I left out a key stat with him. He had uh, actually four blocks in this game. So, you know, that was it. All right, but he played 12 minutes. But in today's game, tonight's game, not on the season, I think you said 12 to 15. I, I meant tonight. How many minutes would have you would like to have seen him play tonight? He played 12 minutes. Right around there. Okay. Right around there. So, then he, so, I, so why why are we why are we second-guessing second Mike Brown if he played the amount of minutes you wanted to see him play tonight? We're second guessing Mike Brown because of the time that JaVale played those minutes. The team he responded in, in a specific point of when he was Correct. on the floor as Correct. As, JaVale, not necessarily the minutes, but the placement of when he went into the game. 100%. Okay. JaVel gotcha. McGee did not check into the game until the third quarter, midway through the third, after Porzingis was getting whatever he wanted okay. in the paint. And I think the Celtics had had three offensive rebounds. You think in the one Kings possession. Would have won the game if JaVale McGee no. had played 30 minutes tonight? No. Okay. No, but what I am saying is the Kings may have found uh, a matchup defensively or something that would have helped stunt yeah. some of those runs or that big run in the third. Hey, Dash, you know what? I'm not making excuses. You can't handle the freaking truth, okay? Here's the truth. The Boston Celtics are a much better team than the Sacramento Kings, period, okay? And I don't give a damn who Mike Brown puts on the floor, okay? You're not beating the Boston Celtics, okay? So. I don't want to hear about, like, I'm making excuses. I'm not making any excuses. Even Ryan, who disagrees with me on this, made some great points. He feels like I do. It wouldn't have mattered if JaVale McGee played three times the amount of minutes, although he's not necessarily talking about the minutes, and I get that. Kings fans over the years, this is the one thing I found about them. They're not willing to admit the truth, and they're not willing to admit when it's obvious what the real answer is, okay? The Kings got blown out tonight, and Mike Brown's got 13 players that he can choose from to figure it out. The game wasn't close. Now, you know, if the game was a five- to eight-point game, I would say, hey, let's really dissect the hell out of this, and let's talk about all the minutes. Let's talk about the substitution placement. Let's talk about all of that. But you know what the final score was tonight? It was 144 to 119. 
okay? 144 to 119. So I'm going to ask you, are we really going to dissect the rotations? Here's what I do know. The Boston Celtics tonight in the second half scored 70 points, all right? In the first half, they scored over 70 points. You know what's going to happen when you allow 70-plus points and a half in the NBA? You're going to lose, Yeah. okay? Big. You're going to lose. And there's nothing that Mike Brown could have done to win this game, in my opinion. So it's not excuses, in my opinion. It's the reality, all right? And listen, I'm fine if you disagree with me, just like Ryan disagreed with me. I love this, okay? Here, how are we sugarcoating this? What do you want me to say? Did I sugarcoat that? You can't, I'm not sugarcoating this. I'm just trying to let everyone know that Kings fans, as much as I love them, are stubborn sometimes, just like fans and other teams. And sometimes your stubbornness has you walking around with blinders on. The Boston Celtics are a much better team than Sacramento, period. And I can accept that. That's just fine. That's the way it is. Maybe next year it won't be that way. But right now, that's the way it is. Yeah, the Celtics are a better team. I, I I think the dissecting point here is that the Kings almost shot 50% from yes. behind the three-point line, which is their bread and butter, and they lost by 30-some points. And really, it, it's a microcosm for the bigger thing on the season. You look at the differential. We've talked about it till we're blue in the face, Grant, but the Kings at home, it, it's, they're scoring almost 20 points less, or excuse me, in losses. The Kings are scoring 20 points less than they are in wins. Think about that. 20 That's points less. So wow. where's that coming from? And it, it free throws tonight, Grant. Free throws. 12 of 23. 23 is yep. not enough against a team like Boston, but you can't shoot 52.2%. So it, it's these little points. And if you want to talk about Kings fan sugarcoating, the problem is they get a lot of sugar too. You know, you're, you're watching, if you're, if you're watching the home telecast, you're hearing, well, it's hard for the team sometimes during the holidays because they have commitments in the community what and the they might have family and they might have family in town. Please and... tell me that. Please tell me that wasn't said on TV. Please tell oh, me. Oh, a hundred hundred percent. You know what? Said right is, right I, in the midst of the run in the third. Can I interrupt quarter. you for a minute? Can I interrupt yeah. you? I want every single Kings fan to listen to me for somebody that's done the NBA every single year for thirty two years. That is bullshit. Okay. Anyone that's on TV telling you uh, it's the holidays and families in town and all of that, are they're lying to you. Anyone that says that on TV is lying to you. And you know what else they're doing? They're destroying their credibility, okay? They're destroying their credibility. That is the biggest crock of shit that I've heard since I started doing this show with Ryan over a year ago. Anyone that's telling you that is delusional and is absolutely lacking credibility. That is the stupidest freaking thing that I ever, ever heard of. Are you kidding me? Really? No, the Kings 100%. are distracted because it's the holidays and they have family in town. You gotta be freaking kidding me. No, Please. being, being on a homestand like this during this time of year is extremely difficult because it limits practice time. It puts the players more in the public for events, Christmas giveaways, whatever it may be. Bullshit. And sometimes they have family in town. So you got to think about that as well. 
Really, did it affect him on the first three games of this homestand? It did not. It did it not. Did not. So that when they beat Oklahoma City during the holidays, with all the stuff going on in the community, right? Did that? Did it look to you like the Kings were affected by anything that was going on with family and holidays? Did that? Did they, they look, look? I'm just asking you a question. Did it look like that to you? No, they looked pretty good to me, Grant. Did it look like yeah. that to you when they played the Jazz? No. Did it look Not like that to you when they played Washington, although that was a high-scoring game and a shootout? Here's the deal. Stop with the excuses and stop with the nonsense. Can we just deal with the reality of the situation, please? The reality is the Kings are a good team. They're a good team. You want to debate me on that? Let's go. They're a good team. Okay? They're not a great team. They're a good team. We saw a great team tonight. Okay? That's a great team. Yep. The Kings are a good team. So now you see where the Kings are and where you would like them to go. Okay? The question is, can they get there with this roster? And I contend that's a yes and a no. Yes, they can, but not when the players that I'm counting on, Herter, Barnes, and to a degree Keegan on a night-to-night basis, are as inconsistent as they are. Now, I give Keegan more credit. I think he's been playing much better lately, all right? Yeah. But I look at the personnel, and I'm going, yeah. But then I've said this to everyone, Ryan, and I've said this to you. Maybe we overvaluate and overrate the players that we watch every night because we see when Herter's playing well. We mm-hmm. see when Barnes plays well, and we're like, wow. But then we don't see it for the next two games or the next three games. But yet we see it, and we know in our mind, well, we've seen these guys go through stretches before where they can play very well, and we keep waiting, and we keep waiting for that to resurface. And it, it hasn't. And so the answer to my question, can they get to the next level, is a yes and a no, because I've seen it at times. But the difference between the Kings and a team like Boston is consistency. The Kings don't have consistency yet. Yep. That to me is their biggest issue. Yeah, no, spot on. It's a it's a great point. And I think when you ask, can the Kings get there? I agree they're a good team, but I think we we would have to see a Minnesota team, a dominant first quarter, first half of this season, to say that this is a complete team, even if yep. they were inconsistent. We would have to see that kind of run to say they're complete. And we don't see it. This is a team that ran it back. And Grant, our eyes, they tell us, look, you know, Herter, he can shoot. The next one's going to go in. The next one's going to go in. But the reality is the numbers aren't lying. The numbers are the numbers. And they're a little bit alarming in certain areas. So I think a move has to be made. Now, the caveat is it doesn't have to be a big move. It can be a move. How about this? Vegas forgot to account for a Kings player's distraction during a holiday. Going to be worse Friday and Saturday since closer to Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. I'm telling yeah. you right now. Is that is that beautiful or what? That's a good one. That's a really good one. Kings well done, need Jeff. to cancel games on Christmas. If that, I don't watch the Kings games. I don't watch the home telecast. I haven't watched it in three years. That's embarrassing. Uh, that is flat out embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You, as a consumer, should not have to listen to that garbage. You shouldn't have to listen to that garbage. That's disgraceful. 
disgraceful. Wow. All it's right. a little bit different, but a uh, little bit different. Can you imagine well, saying that? Can you imagine saying that during no. a home Philadelphia game or a home Knicks game? Or uh, I mean, no. can you imagine Walt Frazier going on MSG in the middle of the third or whenever it was and said, you know, yeah, yeah the Kings there, New York City is the number one holiday destination in yeah. the world. People come in to watch Rockefeller Center, they want to see the Christmas tree, they want to go ice skating. And you know, the players have to do a lot of things and they got family in and they're really distracted. And so it's really hard to play home games at Madison Square Garden during the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he would have oh. got a San he would have got a Santa in Philadelphia reception. Oh my gosh. All right. Hey, if you have any plumbing issues uh or repairs, they're not distracted at all during the holidays. They're gonna be there for you. All right. Trust me. If you have any plumbing needs or repairs, sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New works plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Again, sacserviceplumbing.com, 24-7 service, new works plumbing, they've Got a fix for you. Kings get blown out tonight. And next up, the Phoenix Suns. There you have it. The, yeah, we turn our attention there, Grant. Um, this Phoenix game, Grant, really should not be close. You look at the Kings, Kings depth and you look at Phoenix's lack of depth um, off the bench and Beal out. Yeah, I mean, Beal's out for a couple more weeks. Um the guy that concerns me more than anyone on the Phoenix Suns is Devin Booker. Normally when Devin yeah. Booker, normally when the Kings lose to the Suns, it's because of Devin Booker, right? Yeah, that's fair. We haven't seen Durant in a Suns uniform. That's right. We have not we have not seen Durant in a Suns uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. By the way, all the messages have been coming in so fast. I haven't been able to thank people uh, for uh, their donations, but you all are amazing. And uh, I want to say thank you very much. I have seen them. But again, the messages tonight are coming in fast and furious. All right. So speaking of the holidays, you want to do something for us for the holidays? Uh, We would be grateful if you would subscribe. Just hit the subscribe button. Also, give us a thumbs up. Hit the like button. Uh, if you want to help us out during the holidays, we would love for you to do that. All right. Thumbs up, like button and hit the subscribe button. Really appreciate all the donations and you all are great. Uh, it means a lot, you know? All right. Yeah. Grant, I think you owe him an international check-in. We haven't, we haven't checked in yet. How yeah, rude of point. us. All right. Uh, NBA guru, Zach here. What's up with those 30 point losses once a week? I don't know, Zach. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right. How come we would, uh, how come we're not going to discuss trades that we would like to see? All right. I would like to see the Kings trade, uh, JaVale McGee to the Boston Celtics for Jason Tatum. There you go. There's a trade. Yeah. You, yeah. What, no, I mean, the reason why I don't discuss trades is because they very rarely happen. And I don't like to waste my time on make-believe fantasy stuff. That's why I don't play fantasy sports because it's fantasy. Why am I going to discuss trades that are never going to happen? Right? I've been hearing about Zach Levine now for five years. Five years the Kings are going to get Zach Levine. Five years. They gave him an offer sheet. The Bulls matched it in two minutes. Still going after Zach Levine. Here we are. It's 20, almost 2024. Zach Levine still not on the Kings. I'm glad I haven't talked that much about Zach Levine. I don't like to talk about trades that rarely happen. Now, when they do happen, I'll be all over them. Well, to be fair, 
a name that's been thrown around in Sacramento a lot is Pascal Siakam. Right now, he is in a period until the 30th of this month or the 31st of this month in which he can sign a four-year extension with any team he is traded to. If he is traded beyond that date, it can only be a two-year extension. So if the Kings covet him that much, Grant, there could be movement there. Okay, there you have it. Uh, good point. Uh, and I'm very happy that you clarified that. Uh, clarified that. All right, NBA guru Zach is here. Grant said ramp meter studies are wrong. Yeah, they are wrong. You want to know why they're wrong? I'll tell you why they're wrong. Because I don't use studies. I use my eyes and I use common sense. Okay, so the studies are being done by the people that want it to look good because the cities are spending millions and millions of dollars of the taxpayers money to do something that is stupid and makes no sense. So, yeah, I don't need to see a report. I don't need to see studies because I drive and I have eyes, common sense, eyes, common sense, common sense, eyes. I see I have a half a brain, not a full brain. Uh, most people would admit to that. And so metered ramps are the stupidest thing that I've seen in all my years of driving a motor vehicle. There is nothing more absurd, more stupid than ramps on meters getting on to a freeway. It is the stupidest thing I have ever seen, period. Thanks, I can Zach. think of <laughs> Zach, NBA guru. He got glossed yeah. that, I guess, last year or last here's, year when we were here, doing here, Here's NBA guru, Zach. Numbers don't lie. Your yeah. eyes are wrong. Get some glasses. No, Zach, you want to be right. So you maintain your employment. Okay. You want to be right because that's your job. You're trying to save your job. And listen, I don't want your job and I don't want you to lose your job. I like you. I think you're great and you're very entertaining and I enjoy conversing with you. But metered ramps are a waste of money, time, and gas, period. All right, let's move on. So um, is there anything else that we need to add about this game on this very interesting post-game show that we haven't done yet? <laughs> No. Um, keep an eye out for Malik Monk. He he wasn't quite himself tonight, yeah. that right foot. See if there's anything more to that. Um, but gear up for a big back-to-back -back, uh, yeah. Friday, Saturday night. And uh, G1C, bring it. Yeah. You know what I'm noticing right now, Sack? There's that, levels. There's levels yeah. to the fandom right now at the games. The fans yeah. tonight brought it. Like it was loud right off the bat. We need that Celtics for fans. like, uh, there a were Celtics fans in the house too. Yeah. There were, there yeah. were, and it was a little bit of a high school game atmosphere, but bring it on uh Friday night against the Suns. All right. Hey, don't forget to go to calusasunrise.com and check out the uh, development from Blazona development. It is sunrise landing six models to choose from no Melaroos, no homeowners phase one already sold out. Check out all of these beautiful homes at Calusa sunrise. Just go to calusasunrise.com and you can check out everything that they have to offer. That's sunrise landing from Blazona development. Kings get destroyed tonight. And as we said, next up the Phoenix suns and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, Thank you, my friend. Uh, and I, we had good dialogue tonight. I pre Here's what I've always said about the Kings fans. I love them. Disagree, agree. We get into it sometimes, right? Love you guys, yeah. girls, whatever. Because you're passionate. Because you care. Yeah. I don't like fan bases that you go into a city and the place has got 5,000 fans and no one gives a damn. And in Houston...
You think anyone calls Sean Sacho and talks about the Houston Rockets? Nobody talks about the Rockets in Houston, and they're having a good year. They don't. They don't talk about the Rockets. No. Yeah, about about once every four weeks of Grant and Sean before the show starts. Hey, Sean, anybody you talking about the Rockets right now? Middle of basketball season. <laughs> I know. No, nope, still talking about the Astros. So. Yeah. So you know, again, I love Sacramento because the fans give a damn. And again, we're not always going to agree. Ryan and I don't always agree. But I'm not afraid to admit the truth. And the truth is the Kings are a good team, but they're not a championship caliber team. We've seen it too often. And that's fine because two years ago they weren't in the playoffs. You're not supposed to go from not making the playoffs to be a championship team in a span of 15 months. It very rarely works like that unless you draft the next super generational player in the draft. All right. So I like the Kings trajectory right now. Okay. I like it. I'm happy with it. But they're not a championship team. And so they got blown out tonight by a championship caliber team. I'm not going to lose sleep on it tonight. It's okay. It just, to me, reinforces where this team is at. They're a good team, but they're not a great team. And I can live with that. Those are my closing thoughts. I think you're spot on, partner. And Grant, don't forget, they're flexible. They've left contingency there to make moves. So a lot can still be done. All right. We will be with Yeah. Grant, Grant, I don't like your shirt tonight. You should go shopping for a new shirt somewhere. All right, I'm going to go shopping for it. I think I'm going to go uh, to ifyoudontlikethat.com, and I'm going to go to shop and then click on the link, and I'm going to buy myself some new shirts with some new merch from yeah. Grant Neap here if you don't like that. How's that yeah. for you? There you go. Coffee cups, everything. Go check yeah. it out. Hats, shirts, hoodies. We got it all, you know? We Absolutely. got it all. Love it. By the way, again, just go to my website, uh, if you don't like that.com, and you can then click on shop, and then the link is right there, and it will get you right to the store. All right. Hey, Ryan, good job today with everything. Thanks for filling in for me at halftime with Jerry. Great job on the pregame show, and we'll talk to you for the Skings and the Suns. Can't wait. My pleasure, Grant. Hey, everyone, thank you very much. Love your passion. Don't ever stop with your passion. Agree or disagree, love you all. Freaking awesome. All right? Another game, 16 and 10, fifth in the West. All right, the sky's not falling. The beam's not lit, but the sky's still there. Don't worry about it. Get back on track. Three and one on the homestand so far. We all thought we would take four and two. It's right there. Go get it. Talk to you soon. So long.